a great people has been moved to defend a great nation. Terrorist attacks can shake the foundations of our biggest buildings, but they cannot touch the foundation of America. These were a few, a few words from the speech that George W. Bush gave after the attacks on 9-11. 19 years ago, terrorists attacked the Twin Towers in 9-11 in New York City. I was alive at that time, but I was only one year old because I turned two 11 days after 9-11. I do not remember it, but I know it is still a tragic event that happened to our nation. Even though the episode that you're about to listen to comes out September the 12th, it was not 9-11 was this past week, so we must always remember the lives we lost because of 9-11, but the lives we gave to defend our great nation from terrorists when they fought in the wars following it. So we must always remember the events of 9-11 and thoughts and prayers will always go to the people who lost family and friends 19 years ago on 9-11. We must always remember the past, but we must look towards a greater future. So hopefully you enjoy the following episode of The Toddcast. What is it like to be a mayor? How has COVID affected cities as a whole? And is running a political campaign easy? Well, we talk about all that and more on this episode of The Toddcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Toddcast. As always, I'm your host, Todd McManus, and today is a very special episode because joining me is the mayor of West Monroe, Mayor Stacy Mitchell. How, how are you today, Miss Mayor? I'm very good, thank you. Um, so I did want to talk about a little, or some things, uh-huh. that you have done a lot of stuff in your life so far, <laughs> you know. A lot of accomplishments, I should say. And if any of you out there want to go check it out, you can go to westernroad.com and check out the Our Mayor page to see all of the whole list of everything. But I wanted to go back a little while to when you graduated college. Mm-hmm. So you got you went to LSU. I did. And you got your degree in agricultural economics. Yes. What did you want to do when you graduated college with that? Sure. At that time, or while I was in college, I thought I wanted to be a futures broker at the Chicago Board of Trade. Um, I was an avid 4-H'er. My grandparents were both farmers. Um, I just, and we live in the number one, you know, uh, agriculture place in the in the United States district 5 our yeah. congressional district is the one it's also the poorest congressional district but you know we're we're nothing but agriculture here and everything is based in the, on from that and we even our you know graphic packaging you know trees paper all of the, all of that goes back to agriculture and everything that goes into it and plus I love numbers and stats and data and so that's just kind of the where I failed, and even one time thought about going to law school, uh, maybe doing you know natural uh, resource type law, agricultural type law. Um, never actually ended up working in those fields. I, I did get married and moved back here to West Monroe and worked with my parents in the photography business. Um, my dad used to say that that may have been my way to just get out and figure out what you really want yeah. to do with your life. Is you know you got to go learn something different to know that photography and cameras and 
and just owning a business is is what I really truly love. Yeah, because you you owned Albritton's photography. photography. I did. Now, are you? I did want to ask. Are you related to Albritton, the cake company as well? No, they're That's, a two L Albritton. Oh, I'm okay. A 1L oh, okay. Yeah. So I figure somewhere, somewhere way back when, some Albritton's got mad at each other and either took out an L or added an L. Who knows? And just you know, parted there. <laughs> right. So you said you went into the photography business and. Uh-huh. Was that just something you wanted to do, and you just went with it, and what was that like? Well, my parents owned a camera store growing up. Like, in, I think Dad opened in, like, 1980. My mom and Dad opened Albritton Camera Shop, and it was a one-hour processing lab and a camera store and camera repair. So I grew up with a camera in my hand, yeah. selling cameras, processing, printing photographs. Like I said, we had the first one-hour mini lab in West Monroe. Um, worked there throughout high school, did photography. Actually, when I went to LSU... The better student jobs, you know, the ones that pay just a little bit more. Yeah. I was a photographer for LSU Public Relations and worked in there. You know, printed, printed at that time. Everybody, you know, nothing was digital, so I, I did all the black and white printing for LSU Public Relations and just kept worked at a camera store in Baton Rouge. So, just kept going back to my roots, if you would. Yeah. And um, so after I graduated, I knew I didn't, you know, didn't want to move off. Like I said, I, I had. Got married shortly after I graduated college. Neither one of us wanted to move off at that time, and so um, came back and went into business with with my with my mom and dad. And that's when the photography part um, really, took off. Really, right? They had been doing weddings on the side and, yeah. and that type of few little ball leagues, but that's when we really focused on photography. Oh, okay. Yeah, and kind of my dad actually sold the camera store and the mini the one hour mini lab part of it, and we that's when Albright Photography. Um, became our our sole business okay and do you when you become mayor did you do you still kind of like running that business or I mean there's no law no I actually did sell my business um, about a year ago to Ryan Emery she's doing a fantastic job she was an employee for many years Um, there was nothing that says I couldn't do both except the fact that I just physically (laughs) could not do both and um, you know I was elected to serve the, the people of West Monroe and that is what I do. Um, yeah. You know that all my time, my devotion, and all goes to the the, the city of West. Because you didn't want to have to get up and make a speech, and then all right, I got to go take pictures <laughs> right. of somebody. Well, right that, now. that would not be fair to the taxpayers if yeah. I was trying to do two jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So before you were mayor, it was actually Dave Norris yes. who was mayor for forty years, yes. which is something in itself. You know, being yes. elected that many times. And then you were sworn in in 2018 right. as the new mayor, also the first female mayor. Uh-huh. Is that correct? That so is. that's a big thing as as it is. And why did you originally run for mayor? What was that whole thing sure. like? Well, I was appointed to to be an alderman in 2011. I okay. took the place of uh, Sam Yeager, who had been a long-serving alderman, did pass away. And so I was appointed to take his place, enjoyed it you know, for a few months, and then there was a special election. So um, I did win that election to be an alderman. And just being involved, I've always been community-minded, always wanted to be involved in civic organizations and, and just being part of part of the government and part of, you know, being part of the solution and not the problem. You, yeah. know, you hear people all the time say, well, they should go fix that road and maybe they should do this and they should do that. Well, somebody's got to be the they. Yeah. And so, you know, take responsibility and... Um, and be part of it. So as an alderman, people kept asking me, well, you should run for mayor. When are you going to do this? And, and that type of thing. And at the time, 
you know, Mayor Norris had been mayor for, for many years and done a fantastic job and was talking about retirement. And that's when um, people just kept coming up to me and contacting me and saying, you really need to run for mayor. Mayor Norris is going to retire. And so that's when I, I said, okay, I, I think I'm ready to do this. Did he, like, give you any pointers or anything? Because he was mayor for so long, he had to know he a little was. bit about it. I did learn a lot from Mayor Norris, just serving on the council from 2011 until 2018 with the election was, because, you know, he did decide to run, so, yeah. so there was an election. And, um, but yes, I learned a lot from Mayor Norris. And so you, of course, running for mayor in any political office, really, got to run a campaign. Yes. Was that easy difficult like how was that um running a campaign to me is is fun i enjoy it now but I, in this one because it was like the alderman to uh the elections i, I did with myself and you know with uh, a good friend named wade bishop who who helped tremendously with some campaign experience yeah. when i ran for mayor um still had you know my husband there with me helping because he had again experience wade bishop helped but we did hire you know, a, cons a consultant to help yeah. with that as well. Because one, I still owned a business, still had to make money. Yeah. That was my job and had employees and uh, to support and you know, make sure they got paid and all. Um, but one, just someone with the experience. It's always better in my opinion to hire a professional to do a job. Um, and so, so we did. Oh, okay. But I did learn a lot doing it and it's interesting yeah. things that you do learn doing a campaign. But, so after you won, like the election night, all that, you know, uh -huh. the results. Did you ever have a moment of like, I'm the mayor now. Like, <laughs> it's like, I, I, me, I'm the yeah. mayor of my city that I grew up in, graduated from, still live here. I like, still oh, have wow. those feelings. <laughs> it's like, I'm still the mayor. Yeah, I, I still have those feelings. But yes, I actually do remember that night. One, before it was actually announced on uh, the Secretary of State site that, that I, you know, had won, we already had all the counts from the polling places because you can go around and get the numbers after the polls you know close so i mean we 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 knew i had had won yeah. but everybody kept and i was like i am not celebrating until i see it on the tv yeah, <laughs> i gotta see the secretary gotta site. tell you yeah i gotta see the secretary of state site that says you know get the check in the box yeah. there um so that was pretty surreal feeling and then again you know happy that evening um i know i can remember getting home and finally getting at home getting in bed and, and laying in bed and, and i told my husband i'm like i'm gonna be the mayor yeah he's <laughs> like i'm so, the mayor yeah Just three months i'm gonna be sworn it. in yeah and um but no it's good it's, it's one of those things too and i think owning a business and being the head if you want to say that where the buck ends with the you know with the owner the buck stops there. It's the same thing here. Um, no, we have 300 employees at the city, and no, I, I, I am, you know, I don't know what every one of them do every day. I try to instill in them the customer service. You know, pay attention to detail how that what we're doing to our for our citizens and what our purpose is. But at the same time, um, I also know that. It, it, it all ends up with me. I am the if something goes wrong, I will be the one that that will be blamed or um, you know ask about it. It's the same so owning a business is the exact same thing. I mean I had employees, had great employees, whether you have two employees or, or 300 employees, you're still responsible for the overall uh, direction of that business or the, or the city, the, the how your employees act, the you know what you 
what you give off to people as far as how things are handled and things. So that's, I think it prepared me uh, very well for this job. And since you are the mayor, is there, there's probably not, every day is not the same. Even though you've been mayor for two years now, it's like every day is a a newer day. Uh Would you say anything is like, what would you say is a typical day? Like, come to my office, do this. Like, what is like the norm, you Uh, would say? Well, I guess it's it's not norm. I mean, virtually, especially right now. I mean, I I think I've probably dealt with more pandemic or disasters in the last two years than... Um, I, I don't even know how many disasters Mayor Norris has you know, uh, dealt with, but it seems like there's a lot of them right now. But um, so we are definitely in disaster mode, if you would, and, and being fiscally conservative so that we can make sure, you know, my number one concern is making sure that our employees are taken care of, they're, they're able to get, you know, be paid and we have money to do that, but also continue with our projects. We have a lot of good projects, um, you know, either um, going on at the moment or on the horizon and things we're working towards. So is, is it, that's basically keeping our city functioning and keeping people, uh, making sure we're providing the high level services, the quality of services that they are used to receiving. So right now, my days have been like, okay, what's meetings, answer at questions, a lot of you know, department head questions like, okay, how do we want to handle this? How do we want to handle that? new hires. I have a new parks and rec director, so making sure that he has everything he needs to, to do his job or as, as he has questions. Um, also, you know, meeting with people about ideas and projects. Yesterday I met with someone that's interested in putting a development on the golf course property. Also met with a company that is looking to expand here and, and how we can assist them with that if there's like economic development grants and that type of things available. So it's it's a lot, a lot of everything. Yeah. You know, this morning, today's National Day of Service. So yeah. this morning I was, you know, out um, working at Restoration Park. Mm-hmm. And, of course, talk a little bit about COVID. Because uh-huh. that's really the only thing happening right now. One of the, the biggest thing, anyway. And how have you and your family have been during COVID? We have all been fine. Um, my husband and I have four children, They and two are married. They live in Baton Rouge, Metairie, and Mandeville. And then we're here, but we have, I mean, both of us have gone to work every day. Um, but as far as our health, we, we, we have been fine. My daughter and son-in-law actually did, they have a six-month-old baby. They did have COVID, but they had a very light case of it. They're, you know, they're 27 and yeah. healthy. And young, so very light case in Baton Rouge, but and they are ultra careful, especially having a baby. So that just does show you how how contagious, you know, how easily yeah. spread it is. But other than that, we we really have been fine. We've um, been very cautious, but you know, you have to continue living. You just have to do it safely. Yeah, just got to do it six feet apart, safely, mask on, everything. Right. You know, be the norm. Smart about it. Be smart about it. How do you think the city of West Monroe has dealt with COVID? I think we have dealt very well with it. If um, Majority of the people have, um, you know, followed the mask mandate that the governor put out. Majority of the people have followed most of the um, guidelines that the, the governor set out. Um, people have, like a lot of our businesses, um, our small business businesses have been very innovative and creative on how to continue to do business because it is their livelihood and that's you know what being an entrepreneur is all about is okay the market's changed or things have changed what am I going to do to keep money coming in and keep food on my table so that I you know have a paycheck 
So overall, um, they have fared well. I think that everybody has done very good and been very compliant. Um, I mean, there's always some, there's, there, I mean, there are businesses that have been hurt and probably will not open back up, unfortunately. But we're doing everything we can to help people. Because I know there's some that just like, they went down fast and closed almost immediately, like within right. a month or two, of, because it all happened in March, you know, with the quarantine and all that. Right. Because I knew uh, the casino, one of them in Shreveport closed. Right. I don't, I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but I know it closed and they said they probably won't want to open until right. unless somebody else buys it or right. something with more money, you right. know, so. And yes, but also as a business owner, you have to be, you have to prepare for things. Now, nobody's ever had, you know, none of us have ever experienced a pandemic of this sort. So it's hard to prepare, you know, how do you prepare for that? But I do know that I think uh, COVID kind of was like the um, hair that broke the camel's back. You know, maybe the business was already struggling a little yeah. bit or they were already thinking I might want to retire or, or I want to change the direction I go. And then the COVID just... Um, you know, made that decision for them a little easier. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it it tore them up, even it if did. you weren't in debt it or anything did. like that. It so, did. and us here in Louisiana, I think it was yesterday that the governor said that we're going to enter phase three today. That's what I'm told. And at two o'clock, there is supposed you know he's supposed to come on and give us the details. Okay. Right. So, do you think us as I just say as West Monroe, do you think we are ready? here to go ahead and say, okay, phase three, we're ready for it. Yes, I do. I think that um, we can move into phase three. I think, again, we still need to be smart about it. People need to be responsible for themselves. If you are not comfortable in some situation, if you are high risk, then one, don't go or wear your mask. Take all your safety, you know, be responsible for yourself. Take all the precautions, follow the guidelines, be smart about it. Um, but yes, I do think that we are ready to go. I think everyone is ready um, to, to move forward. I am, yes. personally. <laughs> Just ready to do more me, stuff. Me too. Because <laughs> with phase three, more stuff's actually opening up. Like more gyms are supposed to open. Right. I know bars are supposed to open. Those are like big right. hubs. To, right, so. and that depends on what the governor said. You know, if he follows the White House um, guidelines for phase three, then senior centers, bars, community centers, schools, um, more act, you know, contact sports like your football and all that, which football's going to start, uh, or at least high school football's going to start anyway. But more things are allowed to, to happen, yes. And that's And it's good to go and get the economy back moving right, and everything. Right, our economy needs to get moving. The government, I am very, I'm very concerned about, um, I understand the necessity of all the money that the federal government has pumped into the economies. Um, the local economies with the stimulus checks and the additional um, unemployment and all the, the, the PPP loans and, and our PPP grants. And, and they pushed and back up college loans yes, and all that too. Loans. But, I mean, our grandkids are going to pay for that. Yeah. And that, that is a concern. I mean, um, you know, how much can we handle? We need to get back to business. So, well... I think that's all the time we have. Okay. Uh, thank you for joining me. Is there sure. anything you would like to say or add to uh, anything we said? You know, I just tell people that I always encourage um, community, uh, being community active, you know, being part of your community, being part of your civic or um, doing your civic duties. Be part, you know, come to council meetings, join a, or you know, be appointed to a board. We have 
planning and planning zoning board. We have a board of adjustments. There's Keep West Monroe Beautiful, and that's in any you know community wherever you live. But be part of it. That is what makes a community thrive. Is with you know is having people that care. It also gives you ownership to the community. Be part of the of the solution. Be part of the progress instead of a person that just sits there and say they ought to do that. Um, so that's what that's that's my. My speech, I guess, <laughs> my encouragement, if you want to say, for, for the day. Well, it's true of saying that instead of you ought to do it, is I ought to do it. You right. know, so. What can I do to, to help move that forward? Yeah. Well, thank you for joining sure. me thank today. You Hopefully you'll me. join me again at some point I in the future. Um, as always, please rate and subscribe and follow the podcast on Instagram for updates. Tell your friends and tell your family to give a listen. You can tell anybody you want to if you want. Okay. Um, thank all of you for listening. And if you want to know what's going to happen next week, you're just going to tune in to find out only on the Toddcast.